Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 71 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way, and on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice. So Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest K-news stories or anything scandalous or interesting that's happened over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Monster X is not planning to perform in Germany. So Kpop.flex concert that will happen in Germany has undergone certain lineup changes and the Monbebes are not happy. So Monster X was set to perform on the 14th of May, but according to event coordinators, Monster X will no longer be able to perform due to unavoidable circumstances. Instead, their agency Starship Entertainment has replaced them with I've, the girl group, so they'll be mm-hmm. taking their place. The group will, however, so I'm guessing Monster X will perform on the 15th, but just not on the 14th for some reason. I'm not okay. sure why. And ticket holders will be able to exchange their Saturday ticket for a Sunday one or request a refund. K-pop Flex lineup also includes EXO's Kai, G-Idol, Mamamoo, NCT, NCT Dream, in hyphen, Oneus and AB6. Uh, many fans were wondering why Starship hadn't replaced Monster X with a different group from their company, as I've had just debuted. But for certain fans, this shows like favoritism because they didn't swap them out with like Gravity or WSJN mm. that have bigger discographies. And another question that was posted in the comments was. What are they going to perform? Two songs? Mm. So, yikes. Also, I think what will happen is... what will I, I doubt it will because obviously mm-hmm. different people are going to go into these concerts to see different people. But what if they have a request to change... Too many of a request to change their ticket to Sunday and they don't have the space for it? Ah, true. So it can cause quite a few... Yeah, so how are they going to... Well, child, if you have a ticket and you really want to see (laughs) Monster X, um, you better get on it ASAP just so you can secure your slot for the Sunday if that's possible. But then that also messes up people, for example, if, you know, they're not from Germany and they're coming in just for that Saturday, it may mess stuff up. So, I don't know. Good luck to everyone and... Yeah, good luck to you, man, then. Um, Moving on, Queendom 2 has confirmed its star-studded lineup. So Mnet has revealed that Viz, V-I, Viz, Viz, how do you say that group? I have no idea. V-I-V-I-Z, 
basically that group that basically has the three members from G Friend. So that group. Luna, W, JSN, Brave Girl, and Kepler and Hyorin will be starring in the second season of Queendom. The production team of Queendom 2 shared the six artists all have a history of placing number one on music programs. They will make music fans happy through great performances that will be as diverse as their own unique individualities. Eminence Queendom's first season aired in 2019 and featured female idols facing off against one another in various competitions. So that had Park Bomb, AOA, Mamamoo, Lovelies, Oh My Girl, and G Idol. Mm-hmm. Due to the success of the show, Eminem also released spin offs. So they had Road to Kingdom and Kingdom Legendary War, featuring competitions among boy groups. Queendom 2 will feature Girls' Generation's Taeyon as MC and is set to premiere on the 31st of March, Korea time. At 9.20pm KST. So there we go. I'm not going to lie, the whole kingdom, queendom concept of a show, maybe I need to actually watch it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say watch watch any. I haven't. I don't get it. What is... (laughs) Do I know what it is? So, according to Wiki... Okay. The overview of the, the show is, the program is a comeback battle between six trending... Girl group acts. I'm reading under Queen um, Queendom, by the way. Um, okay. Six trending um, girl group acts in order to determine the real number one. When all six release their singles at the same time, the program would last for ten weeks. This is talking about the first um, season. So from the 29th of August to the 31st of October, 2019, the program features three preliminary performances and one live comeback stage from each act the comeback singles which are newly produced songs of the six acts were released on 20 on the 25th of october the digital points accumulated for the comeback singles and live votes for the comeback stages on the final episodes together with the accumulation points from the free preliminary gosh i can't speak performances are the keys to determine the final winner. The winning act will have a comeback show only for them, showing the new song and their other hit songs arranged however they want. The comeback show will cast on Eminem and M2, and the comeback show happened on November 3rd, 2020, and Mamamoo won that Mm -hmm. the first season. Okay. So yeah, I've never it. seen that. I've seen like I think I've seen like clips of the Kingdom one, but I was very yeah, confused because I think Stray Kids were on that, and who else? Did, I think Icon was on it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Nice. Um, lovely cool. gowns, beautiful. Um, but yeah, if that's a bit of you. Then they said thirty first of March. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. And last but not least, Charlie XCX and 17's Vernon a collab question mark I saw so the early, tweet <laughs> so earlier this month Vernon had responded to Charlie's tweet request to collaborate on a remix of her recent single Beg For You at the time Charlie asked how she could contact Vernon after users suggest that the pair should work together 
Shorty has since shared a new TikTok suggesting that a collaboration between her and Vernon are actually in the works. In the TikTok, the singer included a green screen slideshow of the two artists' conversation on Twitter as she smiled into camera. The tweet included Charlie adding Pledis 17's agency with Wanna Collab and Vernon replying, Yes, I can't believe this is real. Fans also noticed that Charlie is now following Vernon on his personal Instagram account. However, neither Charlie nor Vernon nor their labels have officially confirmed that a collaboration is on the way. But keep your eyes out, I guess. Cool. So yeah, that is hot topics. Hot, hot topics. If there's anything you want us to talk about or you want to add any comments to any stories mentioned, make sure you hit us up on socials at HowYouAdYou. All right, moving on to our next segment called Say What? We send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, questions, games, hot tea, your mama's <laughs> recipe for her brownie. Send that all to HowYouTea at gmail.com. That's HowYouTea at gmail.com. Or you could submit an anonymous form on kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you. So Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is, I understand that idols are also people, but it really does upset me when they don't address plastic surgery or body enhancement rumours. One, it makes fans feel as though they also have to look like these idols that have unrealistic body shapes or features. And two, I do believe that fans have a right to know to some extent. Mm, I'm in two minds about this, Mm. actually, because I can understand where this person is coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, that's none of your business. But... It is a a different... Go on. But if, for example, I don't know some random idol just said they got a BBL, right? Mm. And they're like, and they're like, yeah, I've got this all from drinking this smoothie and going to the gym. I think that's wrong. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's my take. Yeah, I I agree. I, I guess we can relate it to the BBL phenomenon in the West where people are like, oh my gosh, these X, Y, and Z influencers or celebrities are so gorgeous and like it's natural and I can't do that. So I need to go get a surgery or whatever so I feel as though there does need to be some level of transparency if you are either advocating for something or reaping Mm -hmm. the benefits like even me I remember when I found out that a lot of female idols tend to wear hip pads I did not know that was a thing and I was like oh what like they have these like really amazing figures or x y and z but they're wearing hip pads and that isn't to say that's a bad thing but it just helps people to understand that it's not real to some extent and that they don't have to try to emulate that look because like it's not real i just feel like entertainment and influencers and whatever Mm. i feel like you just have to and this is easier said than done but you just have to see that this is all an illusion my dear this this isn't all (laughs) this isn't all what it seems i feel like because i know that it's just it, it is what it is. There's a lot of subtleties and... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like with Korea, I feel like the, the West is, is, is has always been 
depending on the person, they've been quite open about, oh, yeah, I got my nose done or whatever. But I feel like Korea can be like that sometimes as well. I just feel like it depends on the person. But I just mm. think if they're pinning it on creams and lotions and potions and meal plans and whatever, and it's not that, I feel like that's that's what makes it wrong. Yeah, or like if they are... And it isn't like we're wanting people to be called out like before they get introduced on like Inkigai or they need to, like the presenter needs to list all the surgeries that these people have had. Like, no. But when people are saying like, oh my gosh, this person's like a natural beauty. I believe that everyone's naturally beautiful, but they may have had like some drastic alterations that made them look (laughs) the way that they do. And now other people are thinking like, wow, like if this is the beauty standard, now I have to try and find a way to meet this when there's like photo editing and they could yeah. have got a surgery and all these other extra things. So I think when you have a platform and you have an audience and also an audience that's very susceptible to your actions or wanting to emulate what you do, you sort of do have to say, and there are tons of idols that have done this in like really respectable ways or they've done it in funny ways where they might pull out their weave like <laughs> and be like, oh, I've got extensions in or like say, oh, I'm wearing kit pads. So there are people that, talk about it and bring these things to light but there are also a ton that don't and everyone just tries to emulate the look that they have when yeah I just feel like what people have to remember is they are trying to sell some sort of dream some sort Mm. of thing so that's why these things happen as Nicki Minaj said when (laughs) she was interviewed by Ellen like they're not here to raise your kids. Like, that's the parents' job. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Therefore, there should be some onus on that. At the end of the day, someone, no offence to anyone that's an idol or a singer or whatever, but someone jumping around on stage, they shouldn't have so much yeah, no, pressure like you can't be relying. on them. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't help that they have the title idol either. I mean, again, we've spoken about this before. I don't like that term, but I mean, like, yeah, same. But yeah. it is what it is. It is a sticky one. Like, we're not entitled to everyone's business, but transparency is key. Um, if you're someone of influence and someone that has a platform, um, and I think it's different to what happens in the West as well. But if you like an artist that might not have a direct reflect on how you carry yourself or the way you dress. Like K-pop mm. has its own aesthetic and you might start wanting to adapt yourself to sort of match what you're seeing, but happens mm. anywhere. Um, there's also a partial sense of responsibility on the consumer as well. Mm. Um, but yes, thank you for that unpopular opinion. If you guys have anything to add, um, we'd love to hear it. You can leave it on any of our socials or email um, any of your own opinions in as well. This next opinion is, in my opinion, K-pop idols look better in person. Don't get me wrong, they look amazing in pictures and videos online, but sometimes those pictures we see have been edited, enhanced, or even whitened. I agree. The amount mm. of times I've seen someone in person, and not that they're ugly or horrible in pictures but you see them in person you're like oh my gosh like wow amazing i love it look look at you and your face look at you like we knew they were beautiful but in person it's just like wow amazing and it's true i feel like sometimes like these filters and stuff and 
you know, companies or whoever, or even themselves trying to enhance a certain thing, it's just like you're taking away from the actual beauty of exactly what that person is. Like, there's time, that's why I feel like there's a lot of bias records as well. Because you always have, there's like a fan, there are so and so biased, they'll go to a concert and they're kind of like hypnotized by a different member that they weren't even checking on before. Yeah. And like, damn, so and so is actually so charismatic and so handsome mm. in person, but it gets lost. Yeah, no, I, I agree as well. Even though I haven't been to a ton of concerts or seen like a crazy amount of um, artists in person, like sometimes it is like a really big drastic difference from like the way they are, like the way they look in videos and stuff and then seeing them in real life. I mm. think one of my, the biggest shocks to me was height because sometimes like they can look teeny tiny and then you see them in person and they're not. Yeah. Like... Okay. Oh, what group was it? There's this one group. I can't remember who it, what group it is now. And they were all super tall. <laughs> and it just, I'm just like, how is everyone tall? I don't, and when I say tall, I mean like, they were all definitely over six foot. But I'm trying to remember Gosh. what group this was now. I, I, like, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, they're not, they've been around for a while, but their height average is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm just like, What? how yeah pleasantly surprised and also another thing that you sometimes notice is that their english is actually a lot better in person yeah than, like when they try online so um yeah sometimes you're pleasantly surprised or sometimes it can be the opposite i've heard that people have met people not appearance wise but then they don't seem very nice or they're not that warm in comparison yeah. to their persona online um but yes we agree with that one. And then our last unpopular opinion for today is Song Kang should only be in horror dramas. His romance ones are meh. Gotta say out this one, not a drama girl. <laughs> so don't have a clue, mate. Don't know if he's meh. Don't know if he's great. <laughs> don't know. Um, I, I've heard opinions like this before. So he's the guy that's the lead in Nevertheless. Um, I think he's also in Sweet Home, if that's what it's called. Okay. And he's in some new one as well. And I've seen clips and the general verdict online is that his romance ones are usually quite... Mm, like he's kind of the Gen Z version of like Lee Minho. He's just Gorge. And they sometimes give him like a similar kind <laughs> of character to play. And see, whereas people thought that when he was in like a horror drama um, and in horror stuff and like more serious stuff, his acting um, experience and his, I guess, like the variety that he can provide um, really shows. So I can't fully comment because I haven't watched, um, I think it's called Sweet Home and the latest mm. one. But him and Never Nevertheless, it, I could count all the facial expressions What was he given in Nevertheless? He... It, he was he was hot, mm. but um, hot doesn't always pay the bills. Like I need I need to give me something else. Well, um, it's paying his. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like his character was just like I don't know. You know the standard like kind of cold boy, and like there's not much to it, and that's like his over. Nevertheless, was such a, a toxic drama. <laughs> like, it was. It was. It was not. <laughs> 
no, they should not have been. Spoiler for anyone that hasn't watched it, that they they should not have been together in the end. That was not healthy. Yeah. Um, but get your bag, bro. Get, yeah, get your bag. You. <laughs> good for you. Um, but yes, that is all of our unpopular opinions for today. But if you guys um, want to send anything in, you can send it into hallyt at gmail.com. You can leave them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash hallyu at you, or send them to us on socials. And as we come towards the end of the episode, it's now time for On The Radar. So this is where me and Shanice will let you know if there's been anything you've been li- listening to, watching, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Well, on my radar, I just thought it was quite funny. So it's it's not really K-pop related, but it kind of is. I'm, I'm getting there. Um, so <laughs> I think the, the cast of Euphoria, they did like a... A magazine spread or something about. like that. Like they did like a photo shoot, like all the all the females, mm-hmm. and they were given very you know K-pop girl group teaser, and you know there was a lot of funny videos on TikTok going around like Euphoria Imida, and mm-hmm. someone <laughs> someone actually stick. made like a light stick. Yes, yeah. have you seen it? Yeah. Like it's like a pill so bottle. So basically, it was like, yeah, it's a pill bottle. Oh, it's hilarious! I just K-pop fans, they are so creative. I love it. I love it so much. I yeah, that was such on my a radar. crossover nowadays. Like they could fully get away with making that light stick real. I feel like people would buy it, even if they didn't release yes. music. I feel like they could do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, on my radar. Um, what's been on my radar? Um, that, yeah. that, uh, <laughs> I'm planning on starting um, <gasps> this new drama called, I think it's 39 or something. I think it follows the story of these three th- friends that are coming into their 40s. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, it's on Netflix, so I might check that out. I know there's Ew. a few other dramas out there. Um, side note, not K-pop related, but I was watching the Japanese version of Love is Blind. Oh, how was it? It started off, like, really cute and, like, Uh-oh. it was great. And then it got quite sad quite fast. Oh. Like, I feel like out of all the um, Love is Blind versions that I've watched, this one definitely has the most breakups. Oh, oh. Like, rightfully so. Some of these people, it wasn't going to work, but I was just quite shocked. I was like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Nah, it, it it seems interesting, but I I prefer over the American one. I can't get into season two of Love Is Blind. I don't know what it is. Oh, like, God. I I really enjoy season one, and I don't know. Maybe it's because obviously, like season two, people are kind of aware of mm. you know the impact of the show. So maybe for everyone it, going into the show it's not as genuine and pure as, like, the first season, maybe. Mm. But I don't know what it is. I I haven't gone back. Um, I watched whatever I watched. I think it was, like, half of episode one or maybe episode two. I can't remember. And it's not that it's it's bad. It's just I'm... I don't feel anything. Like, I'm not really connected. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean as well, yeah. And I feel like 
because there's so much commentary on it, I feel like I don't really need to watch it. I I know, you know, <laughs> who's about who? certain couples and who's who and like the highlights, and I feel like that's enough for me. It's not really enticing me to watch the hour long or however long episode it is because I don't know. Yeah. I just don't really feel that connected. But I don't know if that's just me. Yeah, no, I do get what you mean. Like it sort of has a different vibe from the first season where it felt like people were digging for love a bit more where it, even though like it has its moments it, it just has a bit of a different feeling I agree with that mm-hmm. and there was that one lady I don't know if you would have seen her but she like every time like she went into the pods and I think it was the early stages she was like yeah I'm an influencer like I have so yes, many friends her. Oh I'm like gosh. that's so embarrassing why would you like yeah all my followers I think someone made a TikTok about this and actually looked and I don't know if it's gone up now but at the time I think she only had like 8k or something like that but the way that she was going on it's like you'd think she had at least 100k or I I love that for her but you know what manifest it girl yeah speak into existence speak into existence I mean I can't chat I don't have as many (laughs) followers as you but like I don't know, I don't go around going, oh, my followers, oh, my days, my followers. No. No. But do you boo when you're followers? Yes. But, but yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to How You At You. And remember that you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, stories, or dilemmas to howut at gmail.com. Leave them with us on socials or leave them anonymously on Shanice's website. Yes. I've been Shanice from K-Pop Bots. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube at kpopbox underscore but YouTube is kpopbox1 and I've been Shay from the K-Way. You can follow me on Instagram, YouTube and TikTok under the K-Way. Yes. Until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.